a Highline podcast. No normal people. friends and welcome to no normal people i'm your host Stephen henning and i'm your host dixie lee henning trying to copy you and this is a podcast <laughs> where we prove that the more we get to know the normal people in our lives you we discover, discover that, that there, there really are, are no people no normal there's people. no people <laughs> no <laughs> the people are all gone what a spin we're just automatons now what a spin on our classic line yeah <laughs> <laughs> the more you get to know people, you, you discover, discover that, that there, there are, are no people. No people. There's none. That none is bleak. Left. Yep. This is the after times. Speaking of no people, um, I think I would be in the first ten percent of zombies in the. I think I would you be one of the first people to, to be to turned. Die. Yeah. Yeah. I would be a bad zombie though. <laughs> I would just shoot myself. You think so? And then I wouldn't have to worry about it. That's really because I know bleak. I wouldn't. I know I wouldn't live. Yeah. Very long. Right. But I also don't want to be a zombie. Mm. Yeah. I. I just. If I'm being honest, I would be one of the zombies. I, I get it. I'm a beta. There you go. I get it. Right. In the same way, I. I have a theory that if more people were truly honest with themselves, that they would take Morpheus's blue pill. And not the red pill. I wouldn't take either of them. I'm a blue pill person. <laughs> I'm a don't do any pills person. <laughs> if somebody came up to me and was like, take one of these pills, I'd be like, uh, no thanks. If I learned that our reality was also, a simulation. I can bend a spoon without using my mind powers. So like. Yeah, because you have opposable thumbs. Yep. Yeah. So. All you do is get a tub of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> ben, the, the the ice cream bends it for you yeah absolutely yeah you just need enough resistance yeah is really where we're at yeah so good well thank you so much for listening to no normal people we are we have an episode today with our friend erica musser erica she recorded with us many moons well she ago. wasn't with us but she the was- day we recorded was two days before she moved across the country Yep. Montana to Pennsylvania. And yep. she's doing the thing. She's doing it now. Um, we know Erica from our college days. And Erica has a fun way of like flipping the tables on us a lot. Yeah. Like <laughs> this is about you. Let us ask the questions. It's a very, Erica. Uh, yeah. It's a very like nostalgia riddle. Like we go down many memory lanes. Mm-hmm. There are several memory lanes in this city. Yep. And we travel many of them. Yeah. It's pretty good. One time, Erica and I drove from Seattle to Billings before a semester of college. True story. And I barely knew her at the time, but it turns out road trips are really good to get to know people. Fact. (laughs) It works out pretty well. Mm -hmm. So that's a delight. Yeah. And she's like. And she's a delight. 
She's doing the freelance thing now. She's a freelance copywriter. She's the coolest. And also, she's, like, really adorable. Like, she's just so cute. Like, I can't, like, I can't tell you enough how cute she is. She's so cute. But say more, though. No, I don't know how to say You that. haven't told me enough, so it's, try more. I literally, her, her cuteness makes me speechless. Wow. Yeah. That good, huh? She's so cute. You know what wouldn't make you speechless? Maybe give us a little more, <laughs> a little more energy for this intro. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna sell our coffee for a second. Do you like beans? Yes, the no normal like, people coffee blend. Do Turns you like out water? This coffee is a delightful cold brew. Good to know. With the advent of summer upon us, my dear, we were just we were just in Helena over the weekend, and it was snowing on us. Stupid Montana. And it's the end of. It's almost June. It's almost excuse me. June. It's almost June. Gosh, thanks, Obama. So if it's snowing on you, I would recommend a hot cup of coffee roasted by Revel Coffee here mm-hmm. in Billings with the name No Normal People that, right on the Get that bag. sweet and tangy bean juice. Says it on the tin. Sweet and tangy. It's not. I have to be clear. It's not a tin you're going to get. It's a bag. It's sweet and tangy bag of beans. Yes. It's delightful. But it's so as, good. as we head into the dog days of mm-hmm. summer. I've never understood that phrase, by the way. Then why'd you say it? Well, because it just feels like something you'd say about yeah, summer. You're just it? conforming to society's just, rules I'm, about saying. Saying is that you should make a cold brew Steven, with our coffee, and make, you can find that on the shop. Make at your Highline, own sayings. Highline.network. Maybe, maybe it's the maybe it's the whale the whale ways. The of whale summer. nights of summer. <laughs> <laughs> why does it have to be the dog days? It's the whale whale. Nights. Yeah, I don't get it either. Speaking of dogs, Erica has an adorable dog yeah. that has her own Instagram you think, account. You think Erica is cute? You should see her dog. Just wait until you meet Maisie on Instagram. Maisie? Yes, please. It, dog. Dog day. And it's almost summer. That's what I, yeah. Yeah, I get that it. That was what I was going Good for. Good jokes. Well, I think we should hear from Erica Please. Now, shall we? Don't let me talk anymore right now. Yes. Here we go. Erica! All right, here we go. Are you ready? Ready. Pizza or tacos? Pizza. Black and blue or white and gold? White and gold. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Laundry (laughs) or dishes? Dishes. Change or consistency? Change. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Vanilla or chocolate? Chocolate. Animation or live action? Animation. Homebody or free spirit? Homebody recently. <laughs> Spender or saver? Spender. Do you call it Chris soda? It. Yeah, I, I'm the spender too. It's I totally. Do, it. <laughs> do you call it soda or pop? Soda. Books or movies? Movies. Introvert or extrovert? Introvert. Boom. Gosh, you guys changed some of them. I wasn't ready. Yes, we did. <laughs> I, I wasn't ready. We have, we I was have a, reading them and I wasn't ready. <laughs> we have a pretty big list. And what we started to do is just randomize them to put them in an order. So uh, that's what we got. See what you did. We did yeah. the same thing for icebreakers. So I hope you're ready. Oh, man. Okay. Who's the smartest person you know? The smartest person I know is my friend Una. She's a childhood friend. 
And um, she's about to graduate from law school and she's just Whoa. very, very smart. That's yeah. fantastic. Go Una. She's always the one I go to when I need to like get woke on something. There she's going to hate that woke I said that something. too. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Don't call me that. Get woke on something. <laughs> I, hear a do- I hear a doggo in the background. Yes. Yeah. There she Little is. Making her presence known. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Next one. Have you ever feared for your life? Um, I don't think seriously, I, I probably not, but I, I do tend to run anxious. I'm a highly anxious person. So I've like probably just been dramatic sometimes, Oh, okay. but nothing, nothing, nothing serious. No, no crazy stories for us. No crazy. Fair enough. Well, I guess Typically, I went, if you haven't, oh. then, then you don't have a story right off the top of your head, but right. And that's kind of, yeah, where I'm sitting, like I went bungee jumping once right out of high school and I thought I was going to die though there was like a zero percent chance that would happen yeah. but I mean that's the closest thing I can think of I got that's the fair. same feeling doing Tower of Terror in Disneyland oh, that was yes. like my baby. body has never been You're more convinced that we were about to die <laughs> <laughs> and then you the like really believe ride. it seriously it's so wild that ride is so fun yeah it's yeah, it is. if the line wasn't so long i would spend all of my time on that ride i uh, know right anyway yeah fair this enough this is about Do erica just go no i know can i ask questions too am yeah I of course I, mean, I guess we're into it did you guys just go or am i remembering that wrong oh, it was two it was octobers ago. october of 19 <sighs> yep in the before times in the before times right <laughs> all right good days next one what <laughs> would you consider to be your proudest accomplishment i think and this is maybe a bit abstract but i think that i've become pretty resilient and i'm proud of that that's a good thing i love that answer that's fantastic yeah. what's your favorite snack favorite snack well lately since we're moving chris and i have been just like eating everything in the pantry oh so i feel like i would oh the ritz crackers with the cheese in the middle oh yeah i really love those yeah what a throwback absolutely Mm, i know right classic what's your favorite candy anything with chocolate you can't go wrong correct answer fair enough (laughs) do you think winning the lottery is a good thing or a bad thing I mean, historically, it seems to be a bad thing, but I do think that if you like maybe like talked with a financial advisor, like right when it happened, good things could happen. Sure. Definitely. But historically, <laughs> do you, no. Do you, do you believe that it would be good for you? Hmm. No, I don't think so. We already asked her the spender like saver question, Stephen. <laughs> yeah, I'm the spender. It might That's be good really... if Chris won the lottery and didn't tell me until after he invested it. Oh, exactly. Lock exactly. it away first. That's my answer yes. as well. That's fair. Yes. <laughs> All right. New question to the show. What are three things you'd never want to live without? Oh my goodness. These new questions, guys. I know. I'm sorry. We're springing them I on thought you. I did my home. No. It's good. <laughs> three things I can't live without. Can they be like living things? Of course, too? of course they could. Okay. Nope, nope. I have to be, <laughs> have to be completely inanimate objects. Very material. Uh, <laughs> says the minimalist. No. But yes. <laughs> um. Well, first, of I, I mean, Chris, a hundred percent. Husband. Um, yeah, that makes sense. I know, so and I mean cute. it. I don't feel like I have to say it. I mean it. Um, and then. <laughs> 
Maisie, our Aww. puppy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Also cute. This is like so cheesy, but it's, uh, <laughs> those are my answers. Number three. Um, lately, oh, I wish I had like some really cool deep answer, but lately it's been caffeine. Caffeine. I feel I'm, that. Yes. In my soul. When I, when I hear this later, I'm going to like think that those are the dumbest answers ever. <laughs> but right now, those are my answers. Yeah. You're going to be thinking about them all night and you're going to be like, Dang it. I could have said, yeah. Oh, yes. I changed it to that. Right. Of course. <laughs> What's your favorite TV or streaming show? You know, it's devastating because it's not on Netflix anymore, but my go-to is always The Office. Yep. It is. You could watch that over and over. Truly devastating. It, yeah. It's really, it's really bad. It's kind of ruined my life a little bit, but it's Steven's fine. Steven's been so ah. depressed since January 1st. It's fine. We'll get back to yeah, that. Yeah. Like, what are you guys watching now that it's off? Oh, what is, oh I watched watch? The Good Place like every other day. Yeah, that's like the whole oh, okay. the whole entire thing yep. in one day. <laughs> Absolutely. Know, I'll it. check that one out. I freaking love it. It's, anyway. it's very fun. What is a smell that takes you back to a good memory of your childhood? The closest thing I can think to call it is like a, almost a smell of manure, which <laughs> sounds strange, but it's also, it's kind of just like a country, like ranch farm smell. Yeah. So it's it. not all bad. Sure. But I, I do love that smell. We went to Wingham, Ontario every summer, like in the country. Oh, wow. Um, and so I always have great memories associated there. And then I grew up going to a horse camp that also smelled like the country. And so I just love that smell. Do you like being surprised? Oh, that's a good question. Yes, I think so. Mm -hmm. Favorite dine-in restaurant? The Sassy Biscuit, downtown Billings. Nice. What's your favorite fast food restaurant? Wendy's. Yeah. On the quick yeah. fire with that one. It's Did not you hear even that? Question. Absolutely. I've been craving it. Oh, I'm ready. Got to get that baconator. Am I right? Y- right. <laughs> I like dipping the fries in the chocolate frosty. That's my. Thing. Their sweet and sour sauce is like my favorite. Nope. Shut I have never tried it. Actually, I love it. I love it one. so much with some chicken nuggets. Mmm, so good. Yeah. <laughs> and next time I go, I'm gonna try it out. I love it. Try it. That's perfect. Erica, do you have a favorite failure, like a failure like that set you up for a future success or something that taught you a good lesson for your life? Yes. Yes. And I thought a lot about this one. I don't know if I was supposed to. <laughs> um, many to choose from, for sure. But I, and I don't remember if I would have like told you guys this at the time, but I almost started a natural deodorant company. Oh, whoa. And by company, I mean something very, very, very tiny. Right. Sure. Um, like making it yes. in your kitchen and selling it to Yes, friends. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But I like right before I was going to launch it, I had started a new internship and I was super busy with it. It was a, actually my internship at CLDI back in nice. 2017. Oh, yeah. And I decided that... um I didn't want to spend an extra 10 or 15 hours a week making deodorant for people. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. <laughs> do you still do want think, to do that? No, not. I, I'm sure now that I don't want to like make a product for people to buy, like a physical product like right. that. But it definitely did get me like on an entrepreneurial kick. And like, yeah. you know, like I, I tasted a little bit of it and loved it. And also we still use the deodorant too nice My secret recipe it's super good if you guys want oh. it i'll tell you yeah tell me the after. secret tell me the secret <laughs> fantastic <laughs> yes 
What are foods you will never eat? I really think blue cheese is the only thing I haven't liked. Thank you so much for that I, answer. I agree. Blue cheese blue and cheese, feta no, feta are both beautiful. like I cannot Steven. I can't go there with these Steven, cheeses. You're wrong. No. <laughs> I will not go here. Erica and I, well, she didn't say feta. I can't say she's on my team. I with agree. Feta, blue, but, like, cheese blue cheese is dumpster food. <laughs> I mean, you can see the mold. Like, I know all cheese is kind of mold, yeah. but you can actually see it yeah, I in blue cheese. Yeah. It's gross. Yeah. No. But it's good mm-hmm. mold, apparently. Apparently. Whatever. It's very is weird. Is it the kind of mold that we could have in our house? Right. Of course. <laughs> what is the worst fashion trend you've ever participated in? Hmm. Yes. In seventh grade, I thought it was cool to wear my like soccer warm-up sweatsuit to school with like a slicked back ponytail and yeah. lipstick. Oh, absolutely. So that's, and lipstick. That's what I did. The lipstick, is, lipstick. The, yeah. is the cherry on top right there. Come on. Because you were an athlete. <laughs> I know. I was like, I'm cool, but I can also do makeup now. I can and be I pretty totally and so. sporty. <laughs> Yeah. Nice. Like, if anyone listening happens to be a friend from like from childhood, please go look at my seventh grade school picture and go enjoy it for me. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) What is your biggest pet peeve? Mansplaining. Oh yes, preach Mm -hmm. it. Say it again. (laughs) Are you triggered, Dixie? Yes, I literally was like scrolling through a bunch of mansplaining stuff on Facebook earlier. And, like, I was getting so mad. Sorry. Yes. Well, actually... <laughs> Steven, I will punch you in the toe. <laughs> nope. I'll just remain silent on that. Yes, I agree. Mansplaining is bad. Men, don't do it. Yeah, Just Steven. don't do it. Don't do it to our friends. Our who friends? Would you, Erica, who would you call your best friend? Mm, you know... Again, I wish I could avoid the cheesy answer, but it's just it's just the true one for me. So, Chris Musser. Absolutely. I was really oh, hoping you were going to say your dog's name. What? I mean, no. she's there too, but Chris gets upset when I refer to her as that. Yeah, so, like, that's fair. She comes in a really close second, I get though. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. We know who the real answer is, though. It's true. Right. right. Chris. Wink, wink. All right. Easy. Last one here, Erica. When you were little, what did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to be a writer. Oh, perfect. Nice. Look at you yeah. go. I'm... I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. That's exciting. Yeah. What made you want to be a writer? I mean, I think when I pictured writer as a child, I pictured like novelist and like I would write books and stuff, which right. I'm absolutely not doing and, and I probably won't. Yeah. I think I just thought it was cool probably around the time that I started reading books. Mm, but mm-hmm. yeah and I actually forgot that I used to say that and then a childhood friend recently reminded me of it and I was like cool that's I'm, so good like little Erica might be proud absolutely, absolutely. little Erica wearing her soccer jersey and slicked back <laughs> <No>. hair <laughs> man she had it going for her <laughs> you gotta keep bringing that up huh? I, it's funny yeah yeah no, it's <laughs> it, it is that's what yep oh my for sure well <laughs> We have made it through the icebreakers and the rapid fire questions. Erica Musser, <sighs> thank you so much for being on our podcast. Yeah. And getting in touch hey, with us. Thanks for having me. This yeah. is so exciting. Would you, let's get started by talking about your childhood a bit. So, would you tell me about where you grew up and what your family was like growing up? Yes. So, I grew up, I mean, for the first few years, kind of everywhere. I was born in, I actually mentioned it earlier. 
Little Wingham, Ontario, which is a small, small town, obviously in Ontario, mm. Eastern Canada. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then my parents moved us all overseas for their work. So we lived in Jordan for a couple of years and then Tunisia for a couple of years. Um, and then moved back to Washington, where my dad's family's at, when I was five years old. And we moved a couple times in there. And then, but I spent the most majority of my childhood, I'd say, in a little city called Bothell, Washington, just outside of Seattle. My so God, was, do you have any what? conscious memory of your international <laughs> citizenship? <laughs> you know, I. I think that my memories from that from those ages are just like what every kid remembers, you know, mm, like mm-hmm. but location not specific. And sure. so right. I mean I have a I guess I have like some vague memories of maybe some more soccer playing and stuff like that out in the streets with like the neighbor kids, but also that could very well just be like something a US kid would experience too. I'm not sure. Right. But. Yeah. Or your mind is telling you that that happened and like you you made the picture in your mind yes oh, or yeah. like someone your told you a story you a story exactly yeah. and yep. it becomes a memory false yeah. memory concept yeah. for sure that's that's yeah. wild so you are a yeah. you are a dual citizen now between canada and the u.s i am yes that's hey. fucking awesome and i did not know now that that's a, yeah and now it's a lot harder to get so i'm i'm actually really I'm pretty psyched that I, I have it. Thank you. I did a lot of work for it, clearly. Absolutely. <laughs> I was just born there and I, I stuff. I was born. Yes, I was born. I'm like, really cool. Do you mind me asking what your family was doing for work that had your family moving around like that? Yeah. Um. So my parents were missionaries, and then they were also English oh. teachers. Oh, whoa. Okay. Cool. So Same they were thing. teaching English wherever they were going and also doing mission work for the church. Correct. Mm-hmm. Wow. What's the what's the breakdown of your family? Your parents? Do you have siblings to speak of? Yes, I have one big brother. He's about a year older than I am, mm-hmm. and he still lives in Washington. He's great. And then, yes, my mom and my dad. So just the four of us. Fantastic Aww, family yeah. of four. That's great. I love that. Yes. So cute. So <laughs> for for most of your now, I'm curious to know what school was like for you as you were moving around or was it like, was it mostly in Washington that you, that you did like elementary, middle school and high school? Yeah, it was mostly in Washington by that point. My brother did more for obvious reasons, more schooling when we were overseas. Like Mm -hmm. he did kindergarten and first grade in Arabic, which is just like the coolest thing. He's so cool. But (laughs) I know, but um, no, I didn't start kindergarten until the States. I did, I did preschool over there. So then I was at, it was, at one school from kindergarten to first grade and then did the rest of my schooling in Bothell. So I really had a pretty consistent schooling experience. Mm. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Right there. And in, in, is it Bothell? Is that how you say it? Yes. Not brothel. Bothell. <laughs> yeah. That's no there's, there's no R in there. You probably have to <laughs> clarify that a lot, don't you? <laughs> yes. Well, I was just talking with some childhood friends too about that like seeing what we tell people when we move away because a lot of people think we're saying brothel. Yeah. So usually we just say like the greater Seattle area. (laughs) I feel like everyone lives in the greater Seattle area. 
Yeah. Yeah. Everyone from and Washington. If you're on Western, <laughs> if you're in Western Washington anywhere, you're like, I right. Seattle area. I'm Seattle adjacent. Right. <laughs> Even people who are like three hours away, they're yeah. like, Yeah, I'm from Seattle. I'm like, I don't think you are. Totally. But, you know. but the rest nice of try. us, the rest of us who grow up in Montana and stuff don't know the difference. Yeah, so. no. Seattle yeah, is exactly. the state and Washington is a place other I think, than that. I think of Colorado <laughs> and I just think Denver at this point. That's fair. Like <laughs> I do too. I know it I shouldn't it, be right? that way, but yeah, you think California, it's like LA and San Francisco, right? Yeah. No, I think San Diego. Some goofy so stuff like that. Erica, weird. I'm curious <laughs> to get us back on track. What were you into in high school? Like soccer. what were your extracurriculars or yeah, I mean soccer for sure. <laughs> I hope I haven't like pegged myself as a super cool soccer player because no. I'm really not. But like, <laughs> no, you were. I mean, yes, I did play in high school, mm-hmm. but by then I actually was a lot more into cross country mm, okay. and and then music, which I also did with you guys. Yeah. yeah. So I'd say I'm trying to think. I think those were those are kind of the main things I was into. We were we were pretty involved in a church at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But those three things kept me the most busy. Great. So what year did you graduate high school? 2013. What year did you guys graduate? Represent. I'm also 2013. <laughs> Dixie is 2011. I okay. got my I got my uh, invite to our 10 year reunion earlier for this, this year. Oh, and I started crying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dixie, I'm sorry. I'm fine. Are you going to go? No. God, no. <laughs> <laughs> I run into these people at Walmart. I don't want to see them okay. like on of, of my own choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's fair. I don't even remember half of their I names. Like, that's why I, I gra- my graduating class was like ninety people, and uh, whoa, I remember yeah, like small. six of them. Yep. Well, that's Montana for you. Erica. Do you intend to go to your reunion? Hmm. <laughs> Great question. I don't know. I mean, I like I like the people well enough, so yeah. maybe I'm gonna maybe? go. You're I'm gonna, gonna go? go. Dixie's I'll a party to pooper, Stevens. but I'll totally go. <laughs> I don't want to go to mine. <laughs> I think I'm on the hook for planning it. Are you, oh, were you the class president? I was you the were... class treasurer and secretary. Secretary. So like I was in the. Oh yeah, the, you probably yeah, will. I be was on. in the class office. Nerd. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so that's cool. So you'll you'll find you'll plan a fun party, I'm sure. Well, yeah, or at least just make sure it's I mean, on budget. <laughs> Steven forgot my 24th birthday, so I wouldn't put like bank too much on him remembering Wait. to plan it. No, we don't. I need I don't to wanna... hear more about no. that. We'll do oh, that. Well, I'll tell you later. We'll do that off mic. I did bad. I did bad, Erica. Like, did you forget the age she was turning? No, no, no. Like, the actual no, day. I forgot week, the day and the like, of... I forgot to prep anything. Yeah. And I, <gasps> I just, yeah, yeah, it got away from me, unfortunately. Good I'm times. Sorry. I'm sorry, Dixie. And, no, it's okay. We're still married. Do you guys I, still need to talk out. it through? No, yeah, I've, we do. Hey, excuse me. I've made up for it. I feel like I've made up for yeah. it. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, that's fair. Give me this. All right. Anyway, my goodness. Sorry. Erica, <laughs> after graduating high school, where did you go to college and what did you study? I know the answer, but tell us. Yeah. I went to Rocky Mountain College. What? In Billings, Montana. <laughs> yes, with you guys. No way. Yeah. I, I went know. there. Good times. <laughs> what? What was it that got you to Rocky? Yes. Like, why was that the school that you chose? It's actually quite random and not 
that interesting money, but money, money. my bro yes partially money i would say <laughs> but i remember the year before i was doing all my college applications my brother was doing it mm-hmm. and so he had like briefly looked into rocky to maybe play soccer at nice and then he didn't want to live in billings montana so why didn't work out for him. i know why james it's so great so here. he he didn't want to he didn't end up going, but then I like thought, huh, this like little school in Billings, Montana, that sounds really cool. And then the application was free and then Rocky like paid for me to come out and visit. Mm-hmm. So classic really, Rocky. I know they really, that's they really the get Rocky you. difference. That's how they get you. Absolutely. <laughs> so, I wonder if that's still their tagline. What? I don't know, <laughs> but I hope it is. Ooh. <laughs> I'm not sure. So I know you graduated. Dixie and I definitely did not. Nope. What was your degree in when you graduated? Um, communication studies. So super broad. But I started in music education, which yeah, you were did. you guys music ed at some point yeah. as well? Or were you performance? I was I was music ed and performance for the like entire time I was there. Wow, that would be a lot. And for the semester I was a, a music major, I was there for, it's technically a performance degree, but it was there for composition yeah. when Sam Hamm was still teaching. Sam and then he Hale. left and then they stopped offering that degree. So I was like, well. Thanks, Sam. Dang it. Sorry. <laughs> he doesn't listen to this podcast. Shoot, that's brutal. We should have him on the podcast. And then I became a math Sorry. and physics major <laughs> for the year following. Yes. Yeah. That would explain then, Steven, I probably knew this at some point, but why you were so good at music theory. Oh, God, yes. Oh, math? Yeah, no, for sure. It translates really well. (laughs) Yeah, like you were the only one in that class to encourage. She knew what she was doing, too. But the rest of us were just like, "What? did that make any sense? I mean, Sam was a great professor for sure, but it was just... That was hard. <laughs> I, hard times. I could get it on paper, no problem. It was when we were in musicianship with Jen Bratz, where she would like play a chord and we had to identify it like major, <laughs> minor, diminished. Like my ear was not nearly oh. as trained as just like the music on paper. Made so sense Courage to me. was good at everything. Yo, we yeah, get it. for yes. sure. She was. She <laughs> was, was the star student. <laughs> a plus. 100%. And you know what's hilarious is like, Corey McMurdy, he would tutor me like for two to four hours every week. Oh my God. And Courage would come, but I think she just came just because she was a good friend. Yeah. But she totally didn't need to be tutored in that. Mm-hmm. But yes. Oh, Courage. Oh, she just Corey. liked being there. Love Corey. Yeah. yeah right? Sorry. Oh my anyway, gosh. It was good all time. All of the people. <laughs> Erica, do you remember? I think it was after our freshman year when you and I road tripped from Seattle to Billings to get you back for school. Yes, but I actually forgot until you reminded me the other day. That, so, yes. That was a good time. I was out there visiting my family because they also live in the greater Seattle area. <laughs> and they, I remember they just dropped me off at like a grocery store Starbucks. And I was like, Erica's going to pick me up here. So, Thanks, mom. bye. Bye, mom. Yeah, bye, I was just dad. like, Steven, meet me here in this random city. This yep. is going to be fine. In this random yeah. city. And then uh, I slept on the couch in your basement. And then we got up at like four, three or four a.m. I remember to start making the drive. Crazy! I always kids. like to leave early. I'm into it because then you it. arrive like by it. dinner time. Absolutely. And it just works out. But Stephen, I'm sorry that you slept on the couch. Why didn't <laughs> we put you in the guest room? I mean, to be I'm honest, sorry. you probably did. Honestly, my memory is a little spotty as well. I just remember you and I did road trip, and I stayed at your house <laughs> yes. and met your family. 
but <laughs> that's so funny. That was I it. forgot like, that you like, hey, my random it. college <laughs> here's, classmate. Yeah. Here's this weird guy. Yeah. <laughs> was your family like this is super sketchy? No. Where are no. you going? They'd leave him in a parking lot. No, my family any like day. That. <laughs> they were just like, oh, okay, cool. You good? You cool? We were good refocus here so you graduate from rocky with a degree in communications after being a music major for a while with us yes good times uh where do you want to go from there i mean you graduate let's talk about how and where and when you met chris and talk about your husband a little bit shall we um yes i actually met him on the very first day of college he was the ra who was checking in my roommate Paige. But we actually were just really good friends for two years and um, didn't start dating yet until the end of my sophomore year. So I would say, though, those first couple years, he was one of my best guy friends. So we definitely got to know each other really well, hung out a lot, went on a lot of like adventures out in the mountains and skiing, which is just a really great way to get to know someone. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It is great. Yeah. The college the college boyfriend turned husband. You guys had a fantastically beautiful wedding out yeah, in Red Lodge. For real. My goodness. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for you. inviting us to that. Day. That was Friggin a beautiful. Delight. Yeah. A I don't remember like anything about that day, but people have told me good things. <laughs> Do you guys great. remember your wedding day? Oh, every every bit of it. But oh, I'm so um, glad to hear that. We had we had two weddings because of because of my mom being in the hospital. Right. So like yeah. my brain was on like overdrive and like I just I remember everything. <laughs> that is so great. What <laughs> this this is going to sound like a super lazy question but like between graduating and getting married and stuff like what have you been up to for the last few years? Like what what do you want to talk about just as far as what the last few years have been like? Yeah. Oh, okay. Let's Man. let's actually. I'll take it a different way because that is a very okay. lazy a question. Very broad, I don't want to do that. Very broad question. Will you tell us what you do for work and how you found that following college? Yes, definitely. So I am a freelance copywriter as of January twenty twenty one, but up to that point, um, I was mostly doing marketing for nonprofits. Mm-hmm. But, you know, after like COVID craziness and um, like experiencing some burnout, I decided I wanted to to go out on my own. And it's been really awesome. Absolutely. With that entrepreneurial muscle that you found with natural deodorants. <laughs> yes. Of all things. Yeah. Yes. For oh, sure. <laughs> of all things. Yeah. So like, yeah. tell me about the brand new thing, the copywriting as a freelancer. Yeah. So copywriting specifically is, it's different than other types of writing because you're specifically trying to hit like a pain point for a customer and convince them why they should buy a product that will fill a need that they have. Mm -hmm. Um, And then website copywriting specifically is, um, it's a lot of different things mixed into one, but um, you're trying to get people's websites to be at the top of Google. And so you have to do a lot of like market research, SEO research to get people to actually be able to find their websites or else they essentially don't exist. Yeah. Because right? um, it's not yeah. a, if it's so, not at the top of the first page of Google, like whoever clicks the second page of Google. I do. Right. <laughs> what? Right. You do? Yeah. I, no always, I literally always skip the first page. No. Why? I don't know. Why? <laughs> I love that, Dixie. <laughs> I 
I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm like, every time Google pops up, I'm like, I can find something better. What? You're like, I'm not going to go with this mainstream it's crap. A, it's a problem, so. really. <laughs> find some really no, subpar I think that's actually websites super cool. sometimes. It's fine. <laughs> And anyway. even like sometimes it's not even a matter of like going to the top of Google, but but even just like if you're typing in a specific search for mm-hmm. something, your the websites that you're looking for should pop up for it or you know be near the top. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, or else you just get lost in the Google mess. Yeah. Yeah. So that's definitely what I'm trying to break into more of um, is do like website specific copy and website audits. But in the meantime, I'm also doing like a lot of special projects copy and um, working for just kind of a a variety of business owners. Mm. And it's been really, really fun. Mm. It's like a good discipline of like research and like science-based evidence, basically, and creativity, which I really love. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's been good. So I love this idea of like an online business. You're not selling a physical product. You don't have to worry about manufacturing or anything. That's something you Mm -hmm. mentioned about the deodorant versus doing this copyright work. It's also, it's fantastically perfect for someone who's about to move across the country. So please tell me about the move that's happening. Yeah. Yes. And you know, that was very much on my brain when I decided to go freelance. Oh, absolutely. I wanted something that I could do everywhere for sure. Yeah. Um, But yes, we are moving to Pennsylvania in T minus two days of this recording oh my, oh my gosh. gosh yeah so and yet you so have I'm two hours to make a podcast with us i do and you know what i was like when i reached out to you guys i was feeling particularly nostalgic <laughs> and mm. i think it'll i think it'll be really cool to someday be able to like look back and listen to this yeah oh yeah and remember it as my last few days in montana Aww. But, that's sweet yeah i like that Stop. <laughs> again cheesy <laughs> This is getting, yeah. That's good. So what's calling you to Pennsylvania? (laughs) So that's where all of Chris's family's from. Mm. And then my roots in Ontario are actually just a few hours north as well. So I have a lot of family in that area as well. Oh, that's cool. Wow. Yeah. We kind of just have recently been feeling the tug to just be near family. And especially like the the last like weird year that the whole world had. (laughs) Totally. And there were like months when we're like, wow, we can't even go see our family if we wanted to. Mm -hmm. And that that didn't sit well with us. So, yeah. So we decided to make a change. It's been on our mind for a few years, though. Like we figured at some point we would set roots down on either coast. Right. And we just we picked the East Coast. So it'll be a fun new adventure for sure. Headed to the East Coast. That's fantastic. Yes. Pennsylvania. Have you guys been in that area or near Pennsylvania? Uh, I've been area? to Washington, D.C. Yeah, we've been to D.C. <laughs> okay, together. Yeah. And I went to New York as part of a high school trip. I went to New York City on a high school trip, too. Was it something for choir? No, this one was actually just like the the seniors from our high school always just raise money and just do a big tourist trip. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, so we went out. All our things <laughs> for choir were ever in... Seattle, Seattle and the Portland. greater Seattle area. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was like Such downtown a- Seattle <laughs> or it was downtown Portland. That's the great Seattle area. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break and be right back to our conversation. This episode of No Normal People is brought to you by the No Normal People Coffee Blend in partnership with Revel Coffee in Billings, Montana. 
This bright and complex coffee will come fresh roasted to your door for you to enjoy the delicious symphony of citrus, berry, spice, and chocolate notes. Visit highline.network slash shop to enjoy a cup of coffee as normal as our podcast guests. No Normal People is supported by our generous patrons who joined us at patreon.com slash nopeoplepod. You too can join the Normal People community to gain access to our private Discord, merch store discounts, and monthly bonus episodes. If you like what you're hearing, the best way to tell us about it would be on Apple Podcasts, where you can leave us a five-star rating and a review, which helps others find the show. If you find this podcast valuable, please tell a friend about the show in person with a text or by sharing about the show on social media. You can join us on Instagram and Twitter at NoPeoplePod. And be sure to visit our page at Highline.network, where you can sign up for our email newsletter called The Three Thought Thing. No Normal People is a proud founding member of the Highline Media Network. Here's a quick preview of a recent episode from our sister show, the Into Podcast. We can only view it like through the context, like of what we were raised in, the religion that we were handed, and trying to make sense of it all. But basically, the only thing that's originally Kevin right now is his brain. Is he a human or a robot? Is he Kevin or not Kevin? Every time we have certain conversations, I immediately know that I feel, but not why I feel. Mm -hmm. Let's get back to our conversation. Okay, I'm ready to get into my absolute favorite part of the podcast, which is where I just open it up and ask, what are you passionate about? Or what do you think and talk about when you have nothing else to think and talk about? Let's get into it. Mm. I feel like I could say a lot of things. I think that my go-to answer would be justice. I am very passionate about like justice and community development. Mm, mm-hmm. And I have been for a while. Was that what attracted you to the like the nonprofit you were interning for and also like doing marketing for as well? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Cuz I know CLDI was part of your history here on the south mm-hmm, side of Billings. Yep. So. Yep. Yes, absolutely. And I loved like CLEI, they like really invest a lot into rebuilding the cell side. And, oh, yeah. um, and I love the idea of being part of something like that with, you know, with a community that's just literally right in our backyard mm. instead of like needing to fly across the, the world yeah. to, to go and do good work, which also there's a place for, for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And so CLEI definitely got me and Chris into and interested in the South side and we live here now. I don't remember if I like would have ever told you guys that, but we're, we've been here for almost four years. And so I'm, I'm really, I would say passionate about that. Mm-hmm. And I'm interested to see what that'll look like in Erie. Cause I know there's a lot of community development opportunities there, but it's going to be much different than right. Billings needs. So sure. Right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do you think you were raised with that kind of passion or that kind of interest uh, given your parents' background? You know, probably when I was like middle school, high school, I think that I very much was more focused on like school and social life and sports. And so like, I don't remember it being anything that I spent time with, but I do think back to like those early days and my parents were doing a lot of that and they were very missional in their lives. And 
I would imagine that, you know, in those developmental years that really made an impact. Mm, And then I was mm -hmm. just like reminded of it later as a 20 year old. Yeah. So it's kind of come full circle. Sure. It's a good question though. I should ask them about that more. Is there a story or a moment you remember that kind of reawakening in your twenties? Yeah, I do. I did an internship in Brazil the summer between, it was the summer between my sophomore and junior year of college. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was doing a lot of work in the countryside of the very, very Southern corner of Brazil. Mm -hmm. And, and I loved it. I really did. But I like the whole time I was there, I just like had this feeling of like, wow, I spent thousands of dollars to get here. And like, I'm an American like fumbling at my Portuguese, you know, like really with nothing to offer these Brazilians, if anything, like I'm learning so much from them. Right. Mm -hmm. And just like continually having this thought of like in Billings, there's like communities that I could like serve in or be part of and learn from. And so it was just something on my mind a lot. So I think that's more of like when it would have, if there was a moment, it would have been that summer kind of even as a whole and thinking a lot about it on the plane rides specifically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I don't even remember how we got involved with CLDI. I think it was like Chris almost did an internship with them and then it fell through. And then a couple years later, I ended up doing it. So, yeah. Did that answer your question? No, it totally did. Um, I'm wondering uh-huh. how you how you hold that tension between there are things happening in our neighborhoods that we could be doing but also like you said, there's a place for maybe the international version of doing that. I mean, like even what mm-hmm. your parents did in your childhood, like how do you hold that tension when you think about like, wow, did I have to go to Brazil to serve my neighbor or to like help elevate someone's situation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that is the question. That is a good one. I think that if I like boiled it down to, like a simple answer. And I, I almost like hate, I know I do hate this phrase of like feeling called to something. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I just don't think it's always as simple as that. Mm-hmm. Right. But, but it's like the closest, you know, the closest words in maybe our English language that I can think of right now <laughs> of like, you have to have, it seems like a specific draw to it. And I think that for Chris and I specifically, at least at this time in our lives, like travel and cross-cultural um, work is really appealing to us, but more for mm-hmm. um, like the adventure of it because we think that's what we were built for mm. or have felt drawn to specifically. Right. Um, but if there was ever a time when we did, we, I, you know, I hope we would listen, but yeah. So for, Again, for you like specifically, the desire you feel like that's inside you is to look more locally and look where you can make a difference and look where you can serve and like watch that change happen. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, and I think part of that just comes from too, I guess I don't need to get like too much into this because I know there's a lot of controversy around it too, maybe specifically like in the church, but like the way missions were done like years and years ago were very harmful. And we've even see, seen that in the United States. Mm-hmm. And so um, I just think like if someone is going overseas to do work, um, they need to be really equipped in the, in the culture that they're going into right. and even have the mindset of like, we're not here to change anything. We're just here to like listen to the needs of the community right. mm. and partner with them and raise indigenous leadership. Oh yeah. To put it 
you know, really generally. Yeah, I think I think the I've I've been immersed in the realm of like missions for a long time with um, just like base capital M missions Um, because a lot of my family are LDS. So I have a lot of cousins that have gone on missions to foreign countries and then just like other states and stuff like that. And I think the thing that gets to me the most when I hear someone is going on a mission, it's the differentiation between are you going there to serve these people? Are you going there to help make better what they are already doing? Or are you going for a 10 day vacation? (laughs) <laughs> like those yeah. I am yeah. not on board for the 10 day vacation missions um that's <laughs> like you by the time you get there and the time you leave like you've maybe done something nice but I think right. I think it's important that if someone has missions on their heart it should be relevant in their day-to-day life at home specifically mm-hmm. first um, so seeing how you and Chris love the South Side and how you guys are um, working to, you know, elevate the South Side and help people in your area and then also expressing your heart to serve missions, um, foreign missions. It's like that's awesome. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> oh, thanks, Dixie. You like, said that all so well. Well, (laughs) (laughs) but I I absolutely agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're if your daily life at wherever your home is, isn't reflecting that Mm -hmm. if you move across the world, that's that's not going to necessarily change. Exactly. Like if you're not willing to serve your literal neighbor, what makes you think (laughs) going to Africa is going to make you want to serve someone there? Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) do it here first. If anything, you'll just be like. (laughs) miserable and have a lot of like bug bites exactly like Like, all you'll remember from this trip is the sunburn (laughs) you got and like all the bug bites like that's not (laughs) that's not good for anybody (laughs) absolutely either that or sometimes it can appear that the whole motivation is like do it for the gram right oh (laughs) definitely yeah or like the picture where there's just like a white person in like a sea of faces and you're like, how is this, this helping isn't... anyone? The caption is always, they yeah. changed me more than I changed them. <laughs> That's the problem, yeah. Rachel. Right. Yeah. Let's Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> Erica, I'm curious, now that we're kind of in this church context, I'm curious, how would how would you describe your spiritual life today compared to the way you were raised in the church or in spirituality? Yeah. You know, one reason why I've listened to you guys a lot is because I've been super interested in what you're saying mm. with like deconstruction and, you know, and even a lot of like Josh too. And like back when he lived in Montana, like processing some of this stuff while he was here. Yeah, absolutely. But um, anyways, tangent. So, I grew up in an independent fundamentalist Baptist church, Whoa. which is, um, yeah, I, I didn't realize that was so weird until I like got older. But, um, so like very, very conservative, like you wear your skirts to church. Yeah. Like my brother and I, I feel like we're like the rebels of our youth group because we were the only ones that like went to public school. Wow. So sinful. Wow. Yeah. All those things. 
<laughs> now but I'm I mean, even more amazed were... that you wore lipstick in seventh grade. <laughs> I know. Well, you know what happened with that school p- picture was my mom was out of town. Oh, she, very she didn't good. give me guidance, but yes, very good. <laughs> I know, but yes, that is shocking, right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, Jeez. Yeah. So very, like, very strict in that way. But then by the time I was 16, like, I definitely had a lot of freedom at home to choose. Mm-hmm. Like, even if I wanted to go to church or where I wanted to. So I stopped going to my childhood church, if you will, when I was 16. And then I kind of bounced around at French churches for a couple of years. Mm. And not, I didn't really, like, I feel like I probably didn't really know what I was doing and what I believed and Again, I'm just very wrapped up in like just kind of the social aspects of high school and not right. so much concerned with my faith. Sure. Totally. Which like again, this is like probably every story Classic high every school. Christian Am- yeah. Uh, yeah, like American story of yeah. their faith. Right. And I still I mean, faith is a big part of my life and, and I would call myself a Christian, but I have a lot of questions constantly. <laughs> and we we go to a really awesome church here in Billings. It's actually, it is a Baptist church, but it's not a fundamentalist church, which is wonderful. Yeah. And I don't necessarily 100% agree with all the theology, but it's definitely a safe space to ask the questions. And I really, really trust the leadership in the church too. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've never made me feel shame for my doubts and questioning. That's awesome. And same wow. same with CLDI too. I mean, CLDI isn't is a ministry, and I I always felt the freedom to, yeah, just kind of like wrestle through things. But now that I'm not working for a ministry, it's really the first time since, I mean, college that I haven't been part of, you know, that like Christianity wasn't part of like my daily work. Right. Mm. And so it's been it's been really good for me to like take a step back from that, and now I feel even more space to like, I don't know if. I'm at the point of like deconstruction, right? Sure. But definitely, like, I'm giving you a really vague answer. Sorry, <laughs> no, that's. But I'm definitely like in the search, in a search for truth, for sure. Right. And and even with like us moving to Pennsylvania, Chris and I are not sure actually what den- denomination we even want to end up in. Oh, We're yeah. kind of excited right. to like to try out all the possibilities and that's awesome. Um, maybe even like go to a more liturgical setting and. I don't know, but if you guys have any like, yes, advice do that, on this. please. Um, <laughs> I'm totally. Oh, go ahead. Um, I honestly, I think it's so great that you like. I, I wouldn't say necessarily that what I'm going through now is deconstruction. Like, I feel like I'm definitely more in the like reconstruction part of my mm. deconstruction, <laughs> like building things back up from where I kind of tore everything down. But I think that it is mm. very important to be able to have the space, to have the questions that you need answered, answered. And mm-hmm. um, being in places that don't allow that, that's typically when like you get the burnout. That's when you get, you know, the push like this isn't right. <laughs> So I think it's a, mm-hmm. I think it's awesome that you guys are both in a place where you guys can like you're not exactly deconstructing, but you're having the conversation like, what do we believe and what is the foundation of what we believe? And like, what is what are the deal breakers, essentially? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's it's really cool to see that you guys with moving, you have so many options of like places you can go and find mm-hmm. places that like help these questioning and i think it's important for all christians no matter like what denomination whatever like if your faith isn't changing and growing with you 
it's not worth having. Like mm-hmm. if you're if your faith is stagnant, yeah. it, like what what are you learning? <laughs> like you're not improving. Your sanctification isn't getting better. You're just the same person mm-hmm. you were. So I think it's really really healthy how you are viewing your faith and I'm really excited to see what happens when you guys move to Pennsylvania. <sighs> Thanks, Dixie. Yeah. Uh, have you guys found um like a community here in Billings? like a faith community or a church community that you've particularly loved or grown in? And if not, that's, you know, that's that's totally fine. uh, I'm just more curious. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it's an interesting question. Like, uh, Stephen and I definitely aren't neck and neck with the, what we believe and like where our faith is exactly. Like there's something Stephen has made foundational to his faith that I'm like a little iffy on. So we have been, (laughs) we've been like learning and growing this together. And we have found that being in a community of friends that are open to our like open-mindedness is better Mm -hmm. than being in a group of like people that are set in stone, you know? So we haven't, Mm -hmm. I mean, with covid too it's like we have not been going to church regularly so like i don't think i don't know anybody who really has but um like our our church our like capital c church has been our friend group for the last year and a half Mm -hmm. so i wouldn't say that we're going to like any specific church church it's just like we make point a point to be intentional with the people that we talk to yeah. And putting ourselves around people who um, know how to talk to us and lead us through things. So mm. that is so cool that you guys have a group of friends that you're doing that with. Yeah. That's that's really They're some of my favorite yeah. people. <laughs> we'll see what happens like post vaccine, post yeah. COVID. Maybe we'll go to church. We'll see. Because I think I think we're both feeling the desire a little bit to like get back to a congregation of some sort steven is very like liturgical like he loves liturgy all that stuff and i'm very not take me to mass is where i'm at right now like (laughs) (laughs) like i'm like one step off from being the most charismatic person you've ever met um but without like the speaking in tongues (laughs) like i jam for like crazy worship worship sessions and he's like let's uh do the rosary let's sing hymns and yeah (laughs) yeah It's fine. <laughs> Maybe you could find a church where like like 50% of the time, the one, 50% of the time, the other. I right. don't know if that exists, but we'll that would be neat. One. <laughs> some, some churches actually do where like the earlier service is for like the older community that prefers more of like using hymnals and stuff for worship. And then the later like Sunday morning service is more where like is the, this church. I just... Churches where? do that. I I'm I know, but I'm, like, I'm, where is it? I know we'll no go. specific ones. I'm just telling you. <laughs> I'll go. I know that's a common model. <laughs> yeah. I guess our church actually, again, all before COVID, right? They were kind. They were kind of doing that, but I think the hopes with it was to like eventually get everybody in the more modern, right, right service. Yeah. But like easing them into the drum set, being in the in the church yeah yeah, yeah. No, totally <laughs> meanwhile like there's a, yeah people get up yeah right Only it's amazing how <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah whereas like the church i grew up in it was like 
drums were like major sin. Oh, and yeah. Like, do not even think about clapping your hands. How dare you? Organ and piano are from the Lord. So, <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> I like only listened to classical music until really the end of junior high oh and then i realized gosh. like i i kind of like want to know what people are talking about and so <laughs> I, I, like, wish I, met, I wish i could have met little erica and i could have introduced you to like avril lavigne and a train a train <laughs> oh, a train was our high I school used to think, like i remember one time i heard like an avril lavigne song yeah. from a friend and i was just like sinners like i was so concerned i mean but you know what's amazing i've had like the same friends really since like fifth grade right and they all stuck with me through all of that awkwardness i'm so thankful they were just like she's gonna get through it guys just like hold on (laughs) they're like hopefully she'll get better or we can ditch her later (laughs) i saw her wear something other than a jean skirt we can do this yes Oh my gosh. <laughs> she wears soccer sweats. We're yeah. good. Yeah. Oh my gosh. She has two oh, legs, amazing. not just one <laughs> leg. <laughs> Every time I Ooh. see people in those outfits, I'm like, do you have two legs? <laughs> the long skirts. Oh, the, I know what you're talking I can't. about. I literally it looks like they're can't. floating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a wild. Oh, did you ever so wear sorry. culottes, Dixie? Culottes? Or gauchos? Oh, God, I love them. <laughs> yes. Oh, you did? Okay. <laughs> Every single freaking day of my life. Well, did you like, really? And you weren't even like conservative? Oh, God, no. Or like in the. Oh, okay. I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm impressed. My, my mom's Mormon and my dad was Catholic, and um, there's a lot of other things, but I didn't really church very much when I was gotcha. younger. Yes. But no, gauchos, oh man, with the platform flip-flops, mm. what are ga- my jam. What are, what are gauchos? I'll, I'll show you a picture later. I have no it's idea. Okay. This it's conversation okay. really we got should... away from me. It's okay, Steve. <laughs> Dixie, we need to bring them back. Yeah, I know. Let's start a, let's start a hashtag They're campaign. so comfy. Good. <laughs> it's like you're not even wearing pants. They're so flowy. Yeah, you're really not. It's like a yeah. skirt, but with legs. <laughs> Like how how is that more modest? You know, right? like you're not even wearing pants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a breeze. Yeah. Stephen is so confused right now. <laughs> Sorry, Stephen. We Dixie. Yeah, we're we're gonna like side tangent. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Look at you guys go. I'm good. Pants. I could just go eat lunch if you guys wanted. To. Is this like is this an editing nightmare for you, Stephen? No, no. Steven, he's lying. <laughs> Anytime I'm on the podcast, he's like. God, now I have to edit this and this. <laughs> no, we're good. I talk a lot. <laughs> Erica, would you put I love it. would you put anything else under that main passion question? Yeah. Hmm. You know, you'd think your passions would come right to mind. I just feel like I have like I have like a million and I'm like, what what are actually important to talk about? I mean, the obvious one too would be my dog. <laughs> but I basically what I tell people is like we can't start talking about her or else I won't shut up. So just know though she's a passion. Okay, fantastic. And, um, yes, <laughs> yeah. And I I would say too like I if there's like a non cliche way to say this I am passionate about like the outdoors and like I don't know those kind of adventures. But 
you know, it probably wouldn't be interesting to talk about on the podcast because everybody in Montana is. But um, well. that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> but I am in my happy place if like we're outside doing something fun or running, right, or whatnot. Yeah, absolutely. I say I think say those would be the main ones. So and entrepreneurship definitely mm. um, in the last like year has come more to the surface as well. Was the passion, which was the deodorant thing your first entrepreneurial attempt? My first attempt, actually, now that I'm thinking of it hard, is um, I had a little card making business in fifth grade that and I sold cards to my mom's friends, like greeting cards or thank you cards and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. And they were like super ugly, but I was like, these are awesome. Yeah. So I guess that would have been my first one. I probably made like $15, which was like a lot of money. Nice. That really is. Yeah. (laughs) The next question out of passions is like, what are your hobbies? I feel like we've mentioned a few already, like with, <laughs> yeah. the, with the outdoor stuff, the running, the hiking, the playing with your dog, walking the dog. Anything else that you want to mention? You know, I got really into chicken farming this summer. And farming is like way too strong of a stretch. Sure. But we, we raised little baby chickens. Like homesteading. And I loved it a lot. Oh, that's so Yes, good. yes. I think, I think that is an interest of mine, but I just can't live it out here in billings at least in the city mm. we live within walking distance of downtown though so that's been you know it has its perks oh but, yeah it absolutely does but i would say yeah like those kind of things i've grown a garden for the past few years and just absolutely loved it and so i could see that being something that g- will grow you know as we have more space and time for it mm-hmm. sure what do you but, like to grow yeah. what what foods do you like to grow in your garden like all the easy ones in Montana. Oh, <laughs> so like I had a lot of squash and you know, right. zucchini, part of squash, tomato. I've tried growing peppers, um, snap peas went really well and like all the leafy greens. Oh yep. yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm definitely not a flower gardener though. Um, oh yeah. But yeah. It's all a, the veggies. Do you like flowers? Like garden flowers? I suppose so. <laughs> but they seem like they sup- seem like they'd be a lot of work. Oh yeah. Just to look at. Oh, yeah. My grandma what? is like crazy, crazy gardener lady. Like she is mother nature, essentially. And she That's has so cool. like she just like thinks of a flower and it's just growing in her garden. She's freaking wizard. Dixie, I've really enjoyed Erica so deliberately just turning the tables on us. I like, know. This, whole time. <laughs> this is about you, Erica. <laughs> uh, She's no, doing so good. No. She's doing so good. All right. My turn to ask a question then. Erica, do you like to follow any particular morning or evening routines? You know, I used to be a lot more of a psycho about these kind of things until the last couple of years. And I've really calmed down a lot. Okay. And so the closest, the closest thing I would call like my routine. And again, this doesn't even happen every day because I'm trying to, I'm an Enneagram one on the Oh, oh, obviously. And so, you know, (laughs) Steven, I've like really beat myself down if I like didn't have like the perfect routine and then, you know, just the whole day goes to waste. Yeah. So as my like more grace based approach, (laughs) (laughs) the ideal one is just like to try and read words in the morning at some point and then um, avoid screens, which again, pretty simple right and then try to get outside too not necessarily to like work out but like to take maybe on a walk or even just sit in the backyard or get in sunshine um, and fresh air Mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely yeah i love But it's nothing fancy nothing important even just 
simple. I, <laughs> I love read words. <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep it sit, like, so what are, what are options for you when it comes to reading words? What do you like to read in the mornings? Um, it'll vary on like if I'm reading a um, nonfiction or fiction book and then again, this will vary too, but maybe a devotional or a passage of scripture. Um, but I really am trying not to be too hard on myself, even about what I choose to read. Mm. So it's kind of just whatever I'm interested in, interested in at the time. And right now I've been reading, well, partially because I'm like, like a psycho trying to read through all the books on our bookshelf because we're trying <laughs> to get rid of them. Um, so I've just been rereading I a lot that. of like memoirs yeah. and nonfiction <laughs> and yeah. Steven literally but. like he'll read a book and then he'll like push it back a little bit on the bookshelf so he knows which books he hasn't read. Yeah. Wow. That is organized. My books are like two layers. Yeah. So it I can glance and crazy. be like, oh, I'm, I'm going to read <laughs> this one next. <laughs> I, uh, so have you pretty much read like every book you own? No, no. I'm still probably 50 books away from that. Oh, okay. That's pretty good. That's, I'm a ways I mean, away. That's, he's read a lot of the books that we own. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I read like two or three books at a time too. So, Nerd. <laughs> yeah, I can't do that. I will not finish if I'm like bouncing back and forth. Right. I just have to, I have to stay committed. Well, I choose different settings Tried. for them. So in the morning I read nonfiction, like along with my like Bible reading and journaling time. And then at night, like going to bed, I, I read only fiction to kind of, mm. so, so it doesn't like I'm balancing two it. books, but I'm not like, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not keeping notes on my fiction book while I'm going through that. So. <laughs> if you took notes on your fiction book. Man, I'd be impressed. I mean, I have. I, mean, I have. I've, I've oh. like annotated an entire volume of Lord of the Rings yeah. before. Wow. Like, he's, a, he's a real nerd. Yeah. I mean. He's the nerdiest. Erica knew that in college, too. The nerd. <laughs> that's so good. I, that's impressive. I wish I had more of those. that kind of discipline, at least. Mm, well, thank you. Do you like doing anything in particular to like wind down for the evening? Um, I'm really obsessed with taking bubble baths, especially in the winter. Yes. That for sure is like an instant like, okay, get it. I'm relaxed. I'm into that. Heck yeah. (laughs) But in the summer, not so much. (laughs) Well, we stayed at a, we stayed at a hotel in Billings just so I could use a jacuzzi tub. Absolutely. (gasps) Treat yourself. I respect that decision. It was beautiful. It was perfect. You know, the the dream would be to get a hot tub. Oh, yeah. Um, and just, like, own one. When COVID started, Chris and I went to the sauna hot tub store here in Billings thinking, like, we're going to buy one. And then they were, like, five to $10,000. Yeah, and they're like, spendy. Nope, never mind. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. yeah. But that would be the dream. <laughs> it's, it's a major home upgrade to get the hot tub. I'll just fill oh up gosh. this horse trough with water. No. <laughs> <laughs> Same People thing. actually do that. Yeah, for, they're making home. Yeah, okay, yeah. so you know that. I've seen oh, that. Yeah. I've seen that done for ice dips, but not hot tubs. Challenge accepted. Hmm. Challenge accepted. <laughs> of course. <laughs> what we just do is we have some friends with a hot tub here, and we kind of just show up unannounced. We just break yeah. into their no, house. That's, that's good. I like that. I like show that up plan. in a bathing yes. suit. Like we're just gonna sure. be out back. Absolutely. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> Okay, you said you could talk about her forever, so I'm going to give you four minutes max. Will you tell me about your pets? Oh, my goodness. 
so little time. <laughs> Tell me about your dog. <laughs> Pets. Well, yes. Yeah, so Maisie is our only pet, though I'm like slowly wearing Chris down to get a second one. Nice. But anyways, so she is a Springer Spaniel and we're pretty sure she's mixed with something else. But the DNA text- tests are really expensive, so pending. Mm-hmm. And we got her when she was seven months old. Where we were her third home, and oh, wow. she is just a little ball of fire. She really hates new people. She'll bark at you for like twenty minutes, and it's really embarrassing. <laughs> but um, like, especially our friends who like, if anyone stays the night or stays with us for multiple days, then she's their best friend. Yeah. But so she she really is a sweet dog. It just takes a long time to get there. Oh yeah. And um. She's a cuddle bug, and she's the best. Look at that. And I did it less than four minutes. You did you less did. than yeah, four minutes. Discipline. I gave you, you a maximum, it. and you gave me such a good overview. I, she's holding back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's holding back. Would you... Um, well, so, like, there's an Instagram for her. Is that right? What is that handle? Yes. It's, like, kind of embarrassing to admit, but there is, and it's um, Maisie the Springer. And that's Maisie dot the dot Springer. That's nice. so good. I'm going to put that in the show yes. notes because who doesn't want to follow a cute pupper? I'm going to go on my Instagram and unfollow all of the humans. Yeah. And, and just, just follow, follow dogs. animals. And I was definitely one of those like people that I would hardcore judge others with like pet Instagrams. And then I finally like ripped off the bandaid one day and it was like the best thing ever. It's Dude, so I, fun. It's so I literally, I, I jumped on the pet Instagrams like when Instagram came out. Yeah. Like if you look up Gandalf the Adorable, that's all me. Well, so Erica, we are mindful of the fact that we are nearing the end of our time here. So we have some closing questions for you. Uh, first of all, what are you currently reading? I am reading Let Your Life Speak and I believe it's by PJ Palmer. That is main, the main book. And I just finished Beautiful Boy, actually. Have you guys heard of mm, that one? Yeah. Yeah. That's They made the movie, right? Yes. They made the movie, but the book is way better as, right. like, you know, per usual. Classic. But, um, Steve Crow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was the actor in the movie. I just finished that one, and I loved it. It's probably my favorite read of the year so far. Oh, wow. But yes. Let Your Life Speak. Uh, what are you currently listening to? Let's start with music. What comes up when you open something like Spotify? Well, I'm an Apple Music gal, but that's <laughs> okay, okay. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> I said like Spotify. <laughs> like Spotify. Yes, you, you did. You did. We can't all um, be right. You know, I'm actually, I've been doing a, right, we can't. <laughs> us. No. <laughs> I've been doing a throwback of the Civil Wars. Did you guys ever yes. listen to them when they were a band together? Whoa. Yes. Get it. I don't know why, get but it. I just get it, went girl. Back down the. <laughs> yeah, I used to love them, and I was so devastated. I'm gonna look them up right now. So a lot of the Civil Wars, and then I have a couple friends who are putting out. They've been putting out their own music lately, and so I've been trying to follow and support them and jam to their music. Awesome, Ooh. you guys, friends with Meg Gildahouse. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Definitely, her stuff is awesome. Super fun to like work out to as well. Yeah, and then I have a friend um, named. Well, her her name is Yvonne, but her what she calls herself is Sweet Coco. Okay. I've been streaming her stuff too. Nice. Yeah. Love it. Awesome. <laughs> right out. What about podcasts? What kind of podcast do you like to listen to? Oh man, I'm all over the place with podcasts. Well, but we can start with no normal people. Hey, I've been yeah. to you guys. I know that Bo one. Show. Aw. You know that one. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> <laughs> and. 
I listen to a lot of recently, like a lot of more business ones. Mm -hmm. And so like I'm listening to a couple of copywriting ones and then they call themselves marketing gurus, like the Jenna Kutcher gold digger podcasts and, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Amy Porterfield, those kind of, those kind mm -hmm. of people. Yep. Sweet. I'm into it. What are you currently watching? Like streaming <laughs> shows you're in the middle of? I have been binging survivor. Nice. Absolutely. That's oh, great. Yes. I go back and forth on it? whether I should start watching that again or not. <laughs> it's not particularly interesting, no. but when the office is taken off of Netflix, yeah. it's, it's kind like, of the go-to. What do I so, watch? Here we are. I get too committed. Yes. I'm like, I like get into it. I mean, that's good though, right? Yeah. I, I think that's what they're going for. Yeah. I also get that way with The Bachelor now. Oh. My brother-in-law oh, and sister-in-law made that me. In a while, they made me watch an episode, and I'm like, <laughs> in it now. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> but yeah, Survivor's good. You should definitely watch The Good Place. The Good Place. I'll check it out because I really do like that actress. Mm -hmm. Is it Kristen Bell? Kristen Bell. Kristen mm -hmm. Bell. Yeah. I just I haven't gotten around to like the actual show yet, but yes. I will try it. And I meant to ask you guys, sorry, about the Bachelor World Pass. <laughs> Did you guys, a couple years ago, there was a season with somebody from Laurel. Yeah. Yep. We know her. We know her. You guys watch that? Yeah. She w we went to high we school with her. We know her. That's so cool. She was, um, she was a year younger than you. Yeah, I think so. I yeah. think she was in the class below me. I just remember I my senior year, she was in the musical. She was one of thing one and thing two. Yep. So... Yep. Yep. So I went to school with her. Was that weird to like watch her on The Bachelor? I one? haven't watched that one yet. Yeah, The Bachelor is a new thing for Dixie. Uh, for the record, I I have not watched The going Bachelor. To watch it. I will not be watching <laughs> like, The I'm Bachelor. <laughs> but yeah, nah. it was definitely weird when when she got on. It was like, like, oh my gosh. Whoa! I know her. I know her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird. That would be weird. So good. Uh. Well, Erica, thank you so much for being on our podcast. What a, what a, <laughs> I feel like this is a very unique episode for us because yeah. you flipped the tables so many times on us, but thank you for being on the show. Pulling the Jesus a and flipping all the tables. Wow. See what I did there? Yes. Okay. It's Bible reference. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah. You're so Christian. I love it. <laughs> oh, would you, would you close us out here by reading our favorite quote for the podcast? Yes. The only normal people you know are the ones you don't know very well. Thank you for joining us. You can follow the Hennings on Instagram and Twitter at Stephen G. Henning and at Dixie Lee Henning. Our theme music is composed and performed by Stephen and Dixie Henning and was recorded, mixed, and mastered by Austin Smith. Our artwork is designed by Dixie Lee Henning. Find more of her work at DixieLeeDraws.com, at DixieLeeDraws on both Instagram and TikTok, and at DrawsDixie on Twitter. Welcome to the Into Podcast, where we seek to insight, insight, pursuing truth for the sake of wonder. Meet my parents. That's, That's us. us. I'm Pops. I'm the cotton candy queen. My wife, Katie. Hello. My best friend, Kevin. Am I the best friend or the wife? And me, Alex. Hey. Join us to have an honest and encouraging conversation about whatever it is that we're into. 
Highline Media Network. Normal people in normal places.